0: gmail.com. Just email us and mention Mutant Radio.
1: Mm-hmm. Champion of the world. You may be a socialite with mm-hmm. a long of string- a man or women in a cave
0: So welcome, 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 fucking back guys. We are here at Sitting in the Cloud once again for the third week in a row, episode fucking 40. Welcome to episode 40, uh so Matt's running a little bit late. Uh So, we're just gonna be able to wait for him. But, uh, today I got a little bit of, you know, I got a little bit of topics to go on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got R. Kelly. You know, you know what happened to R. Kelly this week. You know. We're gonna fucking talk about it here tonight. I also got, uh, you know what I'm saying? Patriot owner. I don't fucking know his name, but I'm gonna have it for you when we come back. You know what I'm saying? Also, uh, Trump and Kim Jong-un is meeting today. Oh, Okay, World War 3, anyone? I'm down. Are you? But, uh, you know, we got a hell of stuff to talk about today. But you know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw on some of this fucking music. I'm going to get you guys in the mood. We're going to wait for Matthew Quirk to come through. And we're going to just hit it by the head, man. Um, shit. Let's get it on. <laughs>
2: all good, my love Your nigga doesn't want smoke with me Nah, no way Trust me, it's all okay Trust me, it's all You just need some Someone that's calm and patient Submission, domination back, deep stroke, white wine We smoke, that's my best combination You just need some Dig with no complications You just need some need some late night attention unconditioned all that you're missing my babe fucked up shouldn't even have to justify I get it I'm on your side guys get their way all the time besides pleasure not meant for one side you should just do what's best for your mind how about I just take my time Call of my line, I fall up inside you. Girls need love too, I know. Girls need love too, yeah, yeah. Let me say
3: something.
4: me is isn't the answer me is isn't maybe i'm telling myself that but there ain't nothing that'll change that what could would it be if i knew how you felt about me it could have been right but i was wrong only think about you and i'm alone but part of me that cared is and gone and i know
0: that I can't get caught up, we could have been and we try to pretend and Hey guys, we are fucking back like we never left, like we always started, you know. Um what happened? What
5: being no longer up?
0: No, no, I mean Oh, uh, just a yeah, I <laughs> no, I just uh, can you turn it up? You see how it's super low, and we're on by the way. Yeah, Yeah. hey, everybody, this is sitting on the cloud with Kenny Cloud once again doing the second intro. Uh, Matthew Quirk is here.
6: Sorry, um, I was late. I had to go shopping for somebody. Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> it's okay, I love it. Behind the, you want to, all of our fans always want are always like, hey, what's behind the scenes with you guys? Behind the scenes, here's a little behind the scenes. Uh, we usually drink a kombucha uh, during the show each.
0: Kombucha, start smoking a little bit of weed. This is sitting on the cloud, by the way. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that we got to do. Um, but like I said before, you know, we went on a little mini break. We got a lot to talk about. This week has been fucking popping. So, uh, actually, I want to start off with, uh, I know I didn't just, uh, say this to you directly. Um, but it's a known fact that this has been the worst Black History Month in the history of Black. Well, not in the history of Black History. Um, this
6: has been a pretty. Come on. Yeah, it's still playing. Oh yeah, this yeah. Is, we're doing hand signals here, and I was like, I was trying to <laughs> oh, make. I'm sorry, it, you know. I just switched to our first uh, screen. Uh, yeah, this has been a very um, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh <laughs> away kind oh of black God. history. Oh my he keeps my,
0: taking. He keeps on.
6: Well, I mean, you get you know Spike Lee gets an award. Uh, so finally, so there's a plus, After how long, Spike Lee? After you can bitch about the, the you know th- this is one thing that people uh, is a is a bad sign. <laughs> people you do get the award and you're like it took you too long no like, dude take well, your award that's, that's the way you the want thing. to juxtapose it is to it's also the week that all these like stars are. <laughs>
0: that's not really the thing about it it's just that Art kelly for yeah uh his greatest works were awesome they should have been he should have been had an
6: award this scenario uh, has happened to many an artist
0: yeah yeah i understand yeah. that's that's the
6: problem and then know? they start coming up with lifetime achievement awards because it's like like, Jesus Christ How come this person Hasn't won Or won? they've been like Nominated like Eight times like, I think the record Is eight But there's plenty Of people that were Like He's were,
0: been nominated Fifty times
6: yeah. And never Oh I mean more. like Actors and such I, oh, I don't know But like, like, but, like, but, like For one category He gets nominated For a lot of Other categories too Because he's yeah. he, he also has Got people So I, I, I wonder About that fifty number Does that include The times that he's got uh,
0: that's, I Cause think he hasn't that's, Made fifty movies No I think That's include Everything Like Yeah every category That he's yeah, involved in So everything. that's
6: that that's a. So he's been nominated fifty times. But that's <laughs> stacking the deck a little, like Meryl Streep, uh, uh, or or Glenn Close, or uh, someone like that.
0: Somebody else, just they were nominated like eighty times. They just got their award at that Oscar too. Yeah, there's um. there's
6: a number, and um and uh a, a, and so like all of a sudden it's like Jesus, they're eighty, they're not gonna do two any more movies, they're not leading men anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they're character actors. We gotta give them something so they'll win when they're like the fourth best candidate because. Like society feels bad for not, you know, like they're 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 constantly nominated and never win, even though there's there's like some list I didn't get into it, but there's lists of like the the times that like um, the Academy Awards got it wrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, like, there's movies that we know. There's a lot of lists, Yeah, there's movies that we know that are meaningful and we still think of today. And we're like, wait, they didn't win the award their year? Who did win? And it's some shitty movie. Some nobody. Like,
0: like, Like, some B-rate movie that they were like, oh, we love the people in it. I'm like, what kind of shit? Nobody
6: watched it. it No, people watched it, but it was only relevant, like, that year. It had no staying power. It's got no. If you, you know,
0: people watched it once and then they were like, Oh yeah, I act- really need to see it again. The
6: actor in that or the actors in that never made another good movie, you know, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's still extras on Meanwhile, Meanwhile
6: people with bodies of work are not winning. So uh so anyway, so Spike Lee wins, right? Major positive, he gets recognized. Great. Yep. Um and then uh, you know R. Kelly gets arrested again. Uh, Jason oh, uh, Jesse right. Smollett uh, right. gets caught in this crime. Like,
0: like, <laughs> God damn it! So Jesse Smollett gets arrested. Then he gets released.
6: Who do you want to talk about? Uh, Let's First? talk
0: about Jesse because uh, you know. So Jesse Smollett still not doing anything. It's all the way on the other side.
7: It's labor and love.
1: Oh, you may be an ambassador to England or France. You might like to gamble. You might like to dance. You may be the heavyweight champion of the world. You may be a social life with a long shot. in a cave.
8: And misery with all the pain and all the rats and the roaches and the murdering the streets and all the drugs and the rape going around. I don't, I have my electricity cut off. My gas don't burn no more. And even the water has stopped flowing. And my poor family is cold and hungry. Oh, Lord, why has God forsaken me? New York City. he's almost dead from breathing air pollution, he tried to vote, but to him there's no solution.
7: Good morning, mutineers. Welcome to the Labor and Love Show on a Saturday morning. Working the day shift with you, at least the morning shift, huh? And it is Black History Month. Um, like I say, it's kind of the sashimi approach to history. We slice, we got uh, black history here, we got women's history here, we got white history here, which passes as universal history. Why can't we just have history and recognize one another's history? We started out, the well that last one of course was Aretha Franklin, great Aretha Franklin early Departed, with uh, what's called the Black National Anthem. Lift Every Voice and Sing by James Weldon Johnson. A little more on that in a minute. And before that, we had Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder collaborating on Stevie's song, Living for the City, where Ray Charles breaks in the middle with his... Uh, with his commentary, how did I get here with all these rats and rapes and drugs and uh, uh, encompassing the experience of African Americans living in the city. And before that, Beverly Crawford, with her rendition of what has become kind of the national anthem of this show, You're Gonna Have to Serve Somebody by Bob Dylan And yes, you will have to serve somebody. Will it be capital? Will it be labor? Will it be God? Will it be the devil? Will it be the workers in your community, people who are like you, more like you than unlike you? Will it be the corporate interests? You're going to have to serve somebody. Good morning, Mutineers. This is The Bee. Got in a little late, so uh, I treated you to... Um, well, that last one was a version of the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, unfortunately, the date today is uh, June 25th. And the unfortunate part about that is that yesterday, the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, took away rights from more than half the people in this country in one fell swoop. A 6-3 vote or a 5-4 vote. Five or six old men one woman took away a woman's right to choose how her body's going to be used. And all around uh, the community of people that I know, the terrible, depressing thing to have happen. <clears throat> people who had worked so long for this basic right, control over your own body. Maybe we got too smug, thought we'd want it, it would never be gone. Well, the people who are against us, the minority of people who are able to control the committees, the abstracted groups, In other words, we know that at least 68, 70% of the people in the United States are fine with a woman's right to choose, a woman's right to control over her own body. Poll after poll has shown that, but so the Republicans are the... uh, Anti-women people, people who call themselves pro-life, had to invent a constituency. And their constituency is a fetus. Fetuses, they're speaking on behalf of all the fetuses out there. They had to invent a constituency. more on that later as we take apart the uh, term labor and what exactly that means. What exactly does it mean when you say a labor movement or a woman goes into labor? And we'll see how close, how closely tied together the Right now, let's listen to our Worldwide Labor Report on Radio Labor and uh, on our sad, sad day Radio Labor.net. By the way, this is the B, and you're listening to Labor and Love Radio, a truncated version. I was a little late getting started this morning. And let's see what's going on here. Thank you.
9: In the report this week, how radical right wing fascism is on the rise, the anti labor practices of the government in Fiji, a plea to support Ukrainian teachers, the Labor Start report about union events and singing. This is Radio Labor. Around the world, a new, radical, far-right fascist politics is gaining even more influence and power. How this came to be was addressed by the General Secretary of the European Trade Union Confederation, Luca Vicentini, in a recent interview. The interview was conducted by the Labour Radio Podcast Network at the recent convention of the AFL-CIO in the United States, where the neo-fascist right is on the rise.
10: Well, I think the the far right had a sort of genetic transformation in the sense that, as I said at that time, I mean, the right wing existed ever, I mean. uh, And uh, uh, the problem is that the traditional right wing parties and conservative forces, they were the ones that implemented the neoliberal economic model uh, at global level uh, and in all our continents. And the consequences of that uh, mistaken model uh, were, of course, uh, the financial bubble, the financial crisis, uh, the sovereign debt crisis and all the austerity policies that were implemented after that. I mean, to try to react with the wrong uh, recipe, I will say, uh, to these policies. And... In 2016, uh, we could already see, let's say, the consequences of this wrong recipe, I mean, to cope with, uh, uh, with the financial and economic crisis, uh, and where just working people and uh, the poorer people in the society were paying the price of the mistakes done by the capitalistic uh, society, multinational companies, financial speculation, etc. And the solutions uh, that were implemented by the traditional conservatives, through austerity, uh, created the conditions uh, for the new far-right to arise. And this new far-right is much more populistic and uh, trying, let's say, to let's say mislead working people and normal people by saying you know the traditional guys, the traditional conservatives implemented this, uh, these wrong policies uh, and the consequences affected you and then the left and the progressives uh, were not able to react properly to all this uh, the trade unions were not able to defend you so we are the ones that are going to to take care of you through our new far-right populistic policies. And, I mean, this trick, this kind of game, uh, of course has gained some space in the political space, I will say, the political landscape, because uh, people that were angry and frustrated and uh, very badly affected by this, uh, this more than one decade of austerity and cuts and uh, deterioration of the working and living conditions of people, uh, well, they were looking for something, some alternative, let's say, from some, some way out, let's say, from this situation. And many of them, including workers, including working people, have seen in these far-right populistic movements, uh, let's say, a possible alternative. And this has created the conditions for the far-right, this new, no, changed far-right, new type of far-right, populistic far-right, to arise and to gain a lot of political space, unfortunately. Now, uh, when then these forces got into government in many countries. I mean, Trump uh, in the United States, uh, many uh, regimes and governments in Europe and in other parts of the world. Uh, Well, uh, they didn't implement the policies they promised because they didn't take care at all of working people and uh, and, uh, the poorer uh, areas of the society. On the contrary, they implemented exactly the same neoliberal policies of the old guys, On top of this, they also started reducing the democratic rights of people, uh, persecuting human rights, introducing discrimination and exploitation in the labor market, in the society, affecting... uh, 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 with racial discrimination, uh, many communities, many minorities uh, uh, fighting against migration, against LG- LGBT rights, etc etc. And uh, on top of this uh, they also started attacking the trade unions, considering the trade unions uh, one of the last paladins of democratic values uh, in the society and in the labour market. So I mean uh, all this shows that uh, these guys were just lying. They were just promising things that they were not going to keep uh, in terms in terms of deliver- deliverables, let's say, and concrete results. And on the contrary, they implemented a really far-right and almost fascist policy. Uh, uh, We have seen this, uh, of course, when they were in the opposition, protesting and creating violence in the streets and uh, and in the society, but then we have seen exactly the same implemented also when they got into power, into the governments, I mean, and and bringing forward their very illiberal and uh, almost fascist agenda.
9: As in other parts of the world, the Asia-Pacific region is seeing a rise in authoritarian governments which deny basic labor rights. An example is Fiji, a country of about a million people in the South Pacific. The General Secretary of the Fiji Trades Union Congress is Felix Anthony. Mr. Anthony was recently interviewed by the Labor Radio Podcast Network in the United States.
11: We supposedly have an elected government. And we are classified as a democratic country. But, of course, while the rights exist in the laws, the constitution of the country, in actual practice, they don't exist. For instance, freedom of speech is curtailed seriously. We've had three military coups since 1987, then 2000, and then 2006. And as like any other military coup, the rights of workers and the general uh, population have been curtailed seriously and, in many cases, are non-existent. We've had, in between this, democratic elections, and those uh, elections where new governments were elected have not been actually given a chance to really rule. And we've had, like like I said, three coups, the last being in 2006, which was uh, the worst out of the three. And, of course, As we go along, uh, as coups take place, they tend to get worse and worse. And uh, we've had few deaths since 2006 in the coups. And uh, not only that, uh, the trade union movement, uh, the leaders were jailed. And uh, there's been really no real reason other than to intimidate, to instill fear in people. That's been the strategy of the military government. And then, of course, the military government got itself elected as the democratic government. The last election was 2018, Uh, so to say that there's some semblance of democracy. But as we all know, that elections alone does not define democracy. We supposedly have an elected government, and we are classified as a democratic country. But of course, while the rights exist in the laws, the constitution of the country, In actual practice, they don't exist. Let me give an example. For instance, freedom of speech is curtailed seriously. I myself have been charged for speaking up for workers, 2,000 workers who were summarily dismissed by a government agency. And uh, I have been charged and on bail uh, and waiting for trial in October. And I've been on bail since 2019. So uh, three years going... Uh, so uh, that's the kind of uh, situation that we face.
12: People have the right to just live and to live in their own independent country.
9: That is Olga Chabanyk, the vice president of the Trade Union of Education and Science Workers of Ukraine. She was speaking in a video prepared when she was meeting with leaders of Education International in Brussels on the 100th day anniversary of the start of the war. Education International is the global union which represents teachers and other education workers around the world.
12: It's very difficult to talk about it, but today is 100 days since the beginning of the war. Every nation has the right to live independently. Every city has the right to full security. Every child has the right to education. Everyone has the right to freedom and seek happiness. People have the right to just live and to live in their own independent country. That's what Ukrainians are fighting during the war, we continue to do everything possible to ensure that the field of education and science continues to develop. According to the Minister of Education and Science, about 26,000 Ukrainian teachers went abroad due to Russian's military aggression, but three 140,000 teachers remain in Ukraine. The ones that flee from the bloody war do so with only one bag in their hands and little money with them. They need shelter. They need clothes. They need food and water. Trade unions are doing their best to help These people, all they want is peace and to be able to come back to their home.
9: Here with his report about union events is Labor Start correspondent Derek Blackadder.
13: This week, our top story section included links to coverage of a warning from the Public Services International that long ignored frontline workers remain key to the post-COVID recovery. We also carried news detailing the end of an important strike in Georgia, of how unions marked World Refugee Day around the globe, and of course we had lots of coverage of the gigantic rail walkout in the United Kingdom. For our Working Women page, our volunteers brought us coverage of a hard-hitting report on the sexual harassment experienced by women working in Australia's mining industry. The report is quite stunning. And our coverage includes not just analyses of it, but links to the full text. It's the top story on our Australian news page this morning. In other news about women workers, we covered the opening of the inaugural Congress of South African Trade Unions Gender Conference, the election campaign of a French hotel worker as she went from leading strikes by some of France's most marginalized workers to taking on a senior government minister and, in the process, winning a seat in Parliament. And we celebrated the news that 50 countries are now on track to ratify ILO Convention 190, respecting protections from harassment of all kinds at work. A small sample of the stories appearing on our Health and Safety page in Newswire this week includes a union's reaction to the spike in the number of South African farm workers being injured in truck accidents, a union initiative to improve mental health amongst Australian truckies, and the attacks endured by election workers in the United States of America after the last presidential election there. Our current photo of the week comes to us from Argentina, where inflation is approaching an annual rate of 30%. It shows one of dozens of protests across that country last week as retired teachers pushed for pension increases to match the rise in the cost of living.
9: Now here is the American folk singer Woody Guthrie with All You Fascists Are Bound to Lose. Well, I'm going to tell you fascists,
14: you may be... You're bound to lose, you fascist. Bound to lose.
9: And that's it. Labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.
7: Okay, that was uh, Radio Labor. Um, This was a little late for them to respond to the uh, decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. Take away a woman's right to choose. Well, let's see. Couple of songs we can play, and then we're gonna get on to a history of abortion rights. Early every
15: year the seeds are growing unseen, unheard they lie beneath the ground. Would you know? Stop your ears, hold your tongue, then how can you know? For seeds you cannot see may not be there. Seeds you cannot hear may never grow. In January
14: you've still got the choice. You can cut the weeds before they start to bud. If you leave them to grow high, they'll silence your voice. And in December, you may pay with your blood. So close your eyes, stop your ears, close your mouth, take it slow. Let others take the lead, and you bring up the rim. And later, you can say you didn't know. Every day, another vulture takes flight.
16: There's another danger
14: born every morning. In the darkness of your blindness, the beast will learn to bite. How can you fight if you can't recognize a warning? So close your eyes, stop your ears, close your mouth, take it slow. Let others take the lead and you bring up the rear. And later you can say you didn't know. Today you may earn a living wage. Tomorrow you may be on the dole. Though there's millions going hungry, you needn't disengage For it's them, not you, that's fallen in the hole So close your eyes, stop your ears, close your mouth, take it slow Let others take the lead and you bring up the rib And later you can say you didn't know Today the soldiers took away one Tomorrow they may take away two One April, they took away Greece But surely they will never take you So close your eyes, stop your ears Close your mouth, take it slow Let others take the lead and you bring up the rear And later you can say you didn't know It's alright for you if you run with the pack It's alright if you agree with all they do if fascism is slowly climbing back It's not here yet, so what's it got to do with you? So close your eyes, stop your ears Close your mouth, take it slow Let others take the lead and you bring up the rib And later you can say you didn't know The weeds are all around us and they're growing It will soon be too late for the night if you leave them on the wind that around the world is blowing you may pay for your silence with your life so close your eyes stop your ears close your mouth and never dare and if it happens here they'll never come for you because they'll know you really didn't care
7: So oh, that was uh, Peggy Seeger. We got another one of Peggy Seeger coming up too. Nine month Blues.
15: Miners as well. Now all you who hear me, I pray you draw near me before you grow weary. I'll sing of myself I was brought up in plenty Until I was twenty A joy to myself As but children can be A joy to my father A joy to my mother If you can't be careful Try to be good Well we cared and we cared As much as we could. My school days being over.
7: This one's called The Nine Month Blues by Peggy Seeger.
15: We always agreed me and my man. We said someday we'll try the family plan. The first thing we tried was nothing at all. because was amateur ride and everything's here for we charted my tides my moon but then someday it came a little too soon I got the nine months of blues too much to gain or too much to lose but he was kind of happy when he heard my news I got the nine months of blues uh, there was him and me and the baby made three but we made up our minds to stay that way with little bitty things made of rubber and such and cause we were friends we decided to go Dutch when we said I do so we did and we did and it pleased us both We still can't figure out what went wrong But that's the first line of the 9 months song I got the 9 blue hoo Too much to gain and too much to lose I get out the dress and the sensible shoes I got the nine-month blues Said this time around I'm gonna cast my stone. I'm gonna have a chance to call my life my own. About the S.P.C. the F.P.A. They said to oh, keep that child, don't fling it away. The doctor said he had the right to refuse. The law says if you want to beat the noose, you gotta be rich or near to your grave. So away I went again. I'm a nine-month rave. I got the nine-month blues. Too much to gain, too much to lose. And that time around, I got to in twos. I got the nine-month the blues. we tried was the capital P, and I-L-L was what all that made me. My head bust open, and I nearly went crazy, and my moon started rising every 14 days. I says I may be sick, but I'm safe and free. We started making honey like a couple of bees. But one May morning, I must have forgot, dropped me right back into the nine-month slot. I got the nine months blue blues. Too much to get to lose. Won't my old man be happy when he hears my news? I got the nine months of blues. I got kids everywhere, two, three, four, five. I just can't swim without taking the dive. I went for advice. They says it to me. They said the next thing to try is the IUD. But the small print allows that the loopity loop has a margin of everything. You're in the soup. Your kid will be normal, so don't you fret Even though you least above the nine-month letter, I got the nine-month blues Too much to gain or too much to lose I better get my old man to disconnect his fuse I got the nine-month blues I love my man, I love my kids But if I have any more, I'm gonna blow my lid it's not just the forty weeks on my mind. It's also the washing hanging on my line. It could be the worry on the old man's face, or thinking of the future of the female race. It all began with the loving and the laughter, then so much care. For such a long time after every nine months, of blues. Too much to gain, too much to lose. Now, don't you think we ought to have the right to choose to sing the twenty-year blues?
7: Okay, that was uh, Peggy Seeger. I want to get uh, Hazel Dickens, another favorite of this this program. From West Virginia. Okay, so, Hazel Dickens and the idea of abortion rights, reproductive rights from the point of view of women who actually have to go through them. Actually, have to have the child. Um, Hazel Dickens, Virginia, West Virginia. Here we go with. Okay, as advertised, uh, right now we're going to go to the history of abortion rights in America.
17: A wife
15: remains at home all day, never a word of earning pay. Connecticut is the first state pay. to make abortion Kids a criminal offense
5: anti-abortion rights activist Dr. Horatio Storer is considered responsible for more states criminalizing abortion in the 1800s by the 1900s abortion was illegal in every state but laws varied state by state In 1921, Margaret Sanger founded what would later become the Planned Parenthood Federation of America. In the 60s, the Equal Rights Movement included a push to demand more rights for women. In 1967, Colorado became the first state to decriminalize abortion in cases of rape, incest, or when the mother's life is at risk. In 1971, the groundbreaking court case known as Roe v. Wade was brought in front of the Supreme Court. In 1973, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Roe and abortion was legalized throughout the United States. In 1994, President Bill Clinton signed the Freedom of Access to Clinics Act. The act made it a federal crime to physically obstruct the entrance to a clinic or intimidate clinic workers and women. In 2003, the Partial Birth Abortion Act ban was signed, which prohibits late-term abortions of a partially-delivered fetus. In 2016, the Supreme Court made a ruling on the Whole Woman's Health v. Hellerstedt case. Final decision ruled that Texas couldn't place restrictions on abortion services that create an undue burden for women. A leaked draft opinion indicated the Supreme Court would strike down the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and left abortion decisions up to states and no longer a constitutional right.
9: Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel.
7: So that was a brief, uh, brief summary of abortion laws in America. Um, let's talk a little about this. About this whole idea of labor. As you know, this is the labor and love show, or we tell you how it is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. Does that mean money that you get through investments? Yes, it does. You put up your money, and someone's labor grows your money for you, and you collect the advantages of it. One person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. You don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table where you work, you're on the menu. And that's what we don't have. We don't have a seat at the negotiating table when the Supreme Court sits down. We might say there are two or three justices who present a worker's point of view, a working woman's point of view. More than two-thirds of all the people in the United States believe that women should have free and safe abortions. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because the Republicans, the right wing, have captured the councils, Senate is a council. They don't need to win in the Senate. All they need to do is have half the people in the Senate vote against everything that compassionate people wanna do. They fix on a situation like abortion, an issue like abortion, and invent a constituency. Are we really and truly saying that Republicans represent the unborn? The unborn? And the woman is the one who's carrying the baby, but that baby in that... Uterus doesn't belong to you. That, at the very beginning, tiny bit of bunch of cells is represented by politicians, by Ted Cruz, for example. At any rate, we talk about the word labor. Never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And labor to us most of the time means you know working people and their movements and the things they do all day to subsist but there's another meaning of the word labor and it's funny how they seem to be different and separated but they're actually the same labor having a child is labor it's work You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to keep calm. You've got to make sure the world around you is a calm and nourishing place. You've got to give up certain things you might want to do. And you've got to carry this, you know, 10, 20, 30 pound thing around. With you. I don't mean the babies are that big. I mean, that's how much weight you have to put on in some cases as a woman to have a baby. So that's labor. And in the case of the Supreme Court's decision yesterday, it's forced labor. You can't say, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this labor, this nine-month labor. Nine months and beyond, actually. As Peggy Seeger said in the song we played, it's 20 years, it's all that time, raising the child. And it's on you, okay? If you've got a a spouse who's helpful or a partner who's helpful, good. Lucky you. What if you don't? So this is labor, and it's forced labor. It's forced motherhood. It's putting the rights of what is at best an imaginary person ahead of a woman who's here, who's working, living, breathing. At any rate, so labor rights, okay? So you don't have the right to your own body. See if we can find. uh, And again, we have to say nobody likes the idea of abortion. There aren't people who go out and have abortions on purpose. But whose choice is it? Is it the choice of the woman who's putting her body at risk? by going through this nine months' labor and beyond? Or is it the right of uh, six people in a closed room in Washington? That's the funny part and the painful part of all this, is that your life as a woman and... Let's be true about this too. This is gonna affect a lot of men. Men who are involved in that whole decision about having a baby or not, parenthetically, you know, on the sidelines, but still there. If I'm sixteen years old and I my girlfriend gets pregnant, do I want to go through that? Well, maybe now you're forced to. And of course, the other side of it is women who are demanding safe and free abortions. Safe abortions. Because, damn it, women are going to keep having abortions. That's not the question here. Many women faced with the choice of abortion or What? Giving up a career, a ruined life, 20, 30, 40 years of work to support a child or children. Land of the free and home of the brave, my country, tis of thee, sweet brand of liberty. Oh, yeah. You have rights and you have liberty as long as you keep your hands off that fetus. That fetus is ours. We decide about the fetus, not you. Now, there are people who say that abortion is murder. And maybe it is. Maybe it's murder of something. But is it really developed person is it really or is it an, an imaginary thing it's there but the nature of it is imaginary who knows but the mother who knows when the baby becomes alive becomes a life The mother knows. Yes, the mother knows. Anyway, um, end of outburst. Remember, though, remember about, you know, when you start talking about abortion rights, who speaks for the mother? It speaks for the person who's already here already developed who force who's forcing women to have babies and again the point is well taken a lot of pro-choice people make the point that once the baby's born, The anti-choice people often just forget about the kid. Okay, you're out of the womb now. Uh, your mother and father are broke. You don't have a place, safe place to live. You don't have a roof over your head. You're going to live a life of poverty. Who cares? That's not what they care about. They care about convincing us that those that those cells, those six to eight week to ten week group of cells, are voters, are constituents. <laughs> okay, enough said. Not enough said. We can't let this go. We all have to march. Pick up your your pail, <laughs> your work pail, and do some time for action.
18: And now, of course, that the welfare system has been disestablished and there are no jobs, so to speak, for the women who are told that if they don't work, How are they going to pay for child care in order to guarantee the conditions which will allow them to work? So what's going to happen with so many of these women? Many of them are going to have to look for alternative modes of survival since they can no longer depend on welfare. And they're going to be lured into the drug economy. The economy and sexual services, which are two of the sort of major alternative economies available to people who are not allowed to participate in the mainstream economy. And that's going to send them straight into the prison industrial complex. So if things do not change, we will be seeing ever larger numbers of women going into the prison system one of the things that i've been thinking about a great deal lately is the prison system actually i've been thinking about the prison system for a long long time (laughs) i ended up in jail because of the work that i was doing around uh, the prison system in california back in the late 60s uh, when we were very um, um angry that such Vast numbers of people, people like George Jackson, who uh, was a brilliant uh, thinker.
19: Thought it was love, so I made one mistake. I let him come in me. That's why I'm so late. I went to the drugstore, I peed on a strip I waited ten minutes, yeah, that's what I did Ten minutes later I got a plus sign, and you know what that means Jesus Christ, I'm just seventeen There's no plan A, there's no plan B Unless you know you got the door ring Better not fuck in Texas. Whatever you do, you better not fuck in the Lone Star State. They just love to fuck you. So I went to the clinic and I thought they would help. But they just gave me a Bible instead. Real dark. Yeah.
20: Before you scroll away, I need every Democrat to hear this. I am Val Demings, and if I win in
21: Florida... Against Marshall... Georgia might be the mostly, most closely contested swing state in the entire country as it went for Biden by just over 11,000 votes. Of course, it gave Democrats their narrow majority in the Senate in January 2021. At the state level, however, it is dominated entirely by Republicans, which means it also passed a ban on abortion after six weeks before most people even know they are pregnant. And that ban was signed by Republican Governor Brian Kemp back in 2019. Now, the law was initially struck down by a federal court because it's flatly unconstitutional. It's not currently in effect, but it's now in the hands of the appeals court, which put the matter on hold until a decision comes down from the Supreme Court about Roe v. Wade. So, if the high court overturns Roe, which it appears it is poised to do, Georgia's abortion ban will go into effect immediately joining over a dozen other states with trigger laws or bans already on the books. Because of all that, the high stakes in this gubernatorial race are now monumentally higher. Kemp wins his primary later this month. He will face off in the fall against Stacey Abrams, who narrowly lost to Kemp back in 2018. And joining me now is Stacey Abrams, a Democrat from Georgia and a candidate for governor. Um, It's good to have you on the program. Let's start with, obviously, the huge cataclysmic news uh, and the direct effect it will have on the VOTERS OF GEORGIA IN THIS ELECTION. WHAT IS THE DIFFERENCE BETWEEN YOU AND YOUR REPUBLICAN OPPONENT, WHETHER IT'S Perdue OR KEMP, uh, ON THAT LAW THAT THE GEORGIA LEGISLATURE HAS PASSED?
17: GEORGIA IN 2019, AS YOU POINTED OUT, PASSED A FORCED PREGNANCY BILL, A BAN ON ALL ABORTIONS AFTER SIX WEEKS, WITH VERY LIMITED EXCEPTIONS. AND WHAT THAT BAN REVEALS IS THEIR INTENTION GOING FORWARD. IF THEY ARE WILLING TO LIMIT IT AT SIX WEEKS NOW, if they see trigger laws that allow for unilateral ban, I have no doubt they will try to pursue that. And so it is critical that we not only elect me as the next governor of Georgia, but that we use this opportunity to elect a state house and a state senate that will let us roll back these egregious laws. Regardless of what happens with this decision, the leaked opinion or not, we know what the intention is. Brian Kemp has been unequivocal about his position, as has David Perdue, and our responsibility is to do what we can to protect a woman's right to
21: choose, to protect
17: the ability to make choices about our dignity, our welfare, and our health. And this is the moment to get that work done.
21: Just to be clear, I mean, what I hear from you is you, obviously you oppose that legislation and you seek to repeal it, uh, were it to become law under under a, a decision striking down.
17: Absolutely. During my tenure in the legislature, I helped defeat HB 1155, which was a bill that attempted to use eugenics as a justification for di- uh, disallowing abortion. I fought against the 20 week ban and helped keep it tied up in court for, tw- for six years. Unfortunately, after I left the legislature, Brian Kemp beca- upon becoming governor, passed this terrible six week ban, but I'm unequivocal. I believe in the right to an abortion. And this is something I came to over many years. I grew up in the deep South in a religious community mm-hmm. where the question of abortion was almost unequivocally no but it took my exposure to a broader set of conversations, including to a friend, a dear friend in Mississippi who had to make a tough choice without the support she needed, without support from me, for me to start to think about what does that mean? I think Rebecca pointed it out earlier, Rebecca Tracer, that you may not choose abortion for yourself, but almost majority of Americans believe that you should have the right to make that decision. This is not a conversation for politicians. This is a conversation between a doctor and a pregnant person pregnant woman, to have the conversation with her doctor and her family about what makes sense. I, have, I, I don't even say I evolved. I, I call myself a converted. Hmm. I, and I come to this with the zeal of the converted because I understand the concerns that people have. But Martin Luther King, Jr. once said that he cannot segregate his moral concerns. You cannot believe that it is okay to steal the ability of women to have bodily autonomy and say that you believe in human civil rights. I cannot do that, and as governor, I will not do that.
21: You, you, that's a very forthright answer, and, and, and it's striking to be the context you're in. I mean, obviously, like I said, Georgia is a really, really tight state, right? It's it's obviously a very cl- closely balanced state. And, and what I'm hearing from you is that, like, this is your substantive belief. You also don't think this is the kind of thing that you need to whisper or, you know, be squirrely about.
17: No, you, you cannot take equivocal positions on things of moral certainty. And the moral certainty is that we are talking about women's lives. This is not a conversation to be had on a debate stage. This is the responsibility we have as Americans to defend this right. And to make certain that this is not a right that is dependent upon your zip code. Geography should not determine the quality of your humanity. And that is why today we suspended temporarily our fundraising to make sure we were directing resources to five organizations. We want those who still need those services right now to have those services. So I encourage people to go to StacyAbrams.com row so you can contribute to those organizations that are providing these services. I was unequivocal in 2018. I've been a staunch advocate in support. I've been in support because I know what this means, because I've talked to women who have made these choices. I've had staffers who've had to make difficult calls and there has never been a moment where it was right for me as a state legislator or even hopefully as governor to tell someone that I know better than they do and then they're doctored.
3: Today, and I don't really feel like they have the right to take more than they already have from us away. This ain't about that, or has it really been all along? No, this ain't about that. If you wanna focus on right and wrong, shouldn't schools have better sexual education or contraception information? For one, only 24 states require sex ed, so more than half of U.S. teens need a condom. The problem's abortion focus on what's going on. It is an abortion. If you want to focus on right and wrong. This is my body. This is my choice. A painful decision. But you aren't gonna steal my voice. It isn't just morals. And it's not black and white. We will govern our atrocity that should be banned. Maybe men should get vasectomies and get them reversed once they find a woman who'll take their hands. This ain't about that. This is all about what's legally life. What's an issue of law is turning into one of moral strife. Life is an equivalent based on definition. You must account for experience. And remember that a fetus requires another body to give them their sustenance. The courts can't force us to donate organs or blood of our own. This is no exception. We can face our repercussions alone. This is my body. This is my choice. A painful decision. But you aren't gonna steal my voice. It isn't just morals. And it's not black and white. This is my body. And
16: it's my legal right. listen. Doctors will be scared of making any incision, which
3: means they won't be acting on their best medical decision should they just make an attempt, which is not defined. They face 99 years of prison down the line, and yet let's say they don't perform because they're scared of spending time. Say the patient gets sick and sues the doctor for the crime. This all affects the healthcare system for you and me, facing higher doctors' bills to balance liability. And everybody's terrified and everybody's ill. Meanwhile, thousands could use help just getting themselves on the pill. There are way too many babies and the population's growing. We're running out of water and the rate of death is slowing. Adoptions are hard, the foster system saturated, but an 11 year old's birth just because she's impregnated by an uncle, a rando, who held her down and raped her, she was too afraid to tell, and it didn't show till three months later. And now she has the blessing to ruin her life and her physique while to carry on the genes of men who violate the I don't think so. For every woman who's ever had to get on her knees, stand up.
16: For every woman who's ever had to say, please stand up.
3: Stand up. This is my body. This is my choice. A painful decision.
7: there with her, uh, her pro-choice anthem, the right. And as we bring the uh, show to an end, getting ready to hand it off to <clears throat> Black Black Plastic. Remember, if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. You don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table, that is. You're on the menu. Yesterday, women were on the menu. Never, but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And remember, today we talked about the other kind of labor. The enforced labor of forcing a woman to have a baby carry a baby to term and do all the work and whatever it takes afterward to support that child into its teen years and beyond. That's not enforced labor. I don't know what is. Anyway, this is the B. That was Evie Joy called the right. Let's find... um, Peggy Seeger again, go out with her. Before that, we had uh, Stacey Abrams talking about how she converted from being anti-abortion to being a pro-abortion activist in her state of Georgia. I wanted to name that one. Better Not Fucking Texas by Jill Sobul. Earlier today. Peggy Seeger and her wry comment. Here we go. Peggy Seeger. Nine months. Nine month blues.
5: So why doesn't every... If you
15: can't be careful, try to be good Well, we cared and we cared as much as we could We always agreed, me and my man We said someday we'll try the family plan The first thing we tried was nothing at all Cause an amateur ride and everything's here for We charted my times, followed my moon But then someday, came a little too soon I got the nine months of lose, Too much to gain, or too much but he was kind of happy when he heard my news I got the nine-month blues There was him and me and the baby made three But we made up our minds to stay that way With little bitty things made of rubber and such And cause we were friends we decided to go Dutch And when we said I'd do it was a solemn oath and so we did and we did and it pleased us both Still can't figure out what went wrong But that's the first line of the nine-month song I got the 9 months blue. Too much to gain and too much to lose I get out the dress and the sensible shoes I got the nine-month blues I said this time around I'm gonna cast my stone I'm gonna have a chance to call my life my own About the SPC, the FPA, they said to keep that child going. The doctor said he had the right to refuse. The law says if you want to beat the noose, you gotta be rich or near to your grave. So away I went again on my nine-month rave. I got the nine-month blues. Too much to gain, too much to lose. And that time around, I got to make twos. I got the nine-month blues. was the capital p and i l l was what all that made me my head buzzed open and i nearly went crazy and my moon started rising every 14 days I says i may be sick but i'm safe and free we started making honey like a couple of bees but one may morning i must have forgot dropped me right back to the nine month slot i got the nine
22: Vinyl to gutter punk F. M. has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat.
23: <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable <laughs> encryption. Unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government. And it's personal, as the Enigma Brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon.
22: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm
7: funny, Daryl.
22: Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead this pests?
21: Oh, shit.
14: From time to time, to time to I give you have thought of you. You
22: know, that's if you go to a a joke game game workshop, game. there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get
7: people to listen to my jokes?
22: And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements.
7: No way. What is this oh,
22: dang, dabbit oh, thing it's called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? It yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. They're... on the Mutant I mean, like, Radius.
14: So you're saying I could tell, tell my jokes one thing every Monday from one thing 6 to 8?
22: So That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 that to 8 p.m. at ass. the Mutant
21: Radius. See that big yeah. red ring, how it's... That's
18: have my Target bag. Four nine and then I had to paint the Target. The light was black, so it matched. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs>
23: convertible,
8: 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. I'm
14: having
8: okay. a really, really good time.
14: Flat black glasses. Looking big and cruising. Saturday night, too.
8: I'm freeway. I am And I am a and
16: adolescent.
14: And I will cut Henry! Charlie here. Yeah. I have
8: a report so, here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Hoolahan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find it pretty hard to believe Uh, The dude minds, man. It. I'll bring it back. Yeah, I would say bring the
21: art book
23: first. Has John Clooney's friend and ally an athlete, become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton paper. Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his I loyalty, only, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while you know, his superior attempts cannot, to discover how cannot, cannot Gruber was compromised. The, the yeah. investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as a East German cold. border guard to life as a narcotics agent from his time in the Tango Clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex, The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon.
5: Hey, Mio Nier Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station, and it's all about service.
20: The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 5 million pounds of food this year. Enough for ninety-three point thousand meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. To find out how can help.
23: Close your eyes,
14: relax, and take as deep a breath as possible, and now listen carefully to my voice. Now imagine and feel that your arms, your legs, and your entire body is getting heavier and heavier and heavier as though it were made of lead, not wanting to move a muscle. Keep those eyes closed. You don't even want to try to open them. I'm going to count backwards from 10, and as we pass each number, you will feel yourself sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into a deep hypnotic state. 10 sinking down
16: and drifting down into this very deep sound and relaxing hypnotic